Welcome to the Garlic Boys Podcast, where we treat friendship like a good recipe treats garlic. You can never have too much of it. We're your hosts. I'm Connor O'Connor. Uh, and I definitely listened to the episode last week. Dude, are you... I could have picked any rock star. I'm Nirvana. That's me. I I am the, the state of being... <laughs> I'm the state of being in which you find the most enlightenment. Nirvana, hello. Nice to, nice to meet you. So Matt, this is this is a question I asked you. Oh, I'm sorry, for... Nirvana. Nirvana. No, I'm not doing this bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a question I asked you before we started recording, and I want to give you a better chance to answer it now because I do I do know that you suck uh, when it comes to memory, and so I'm going to give you the three musical artists I gave, and I want you to tell me which one. Uh, I could not remember the last name of last week that I thought you and Roger were going to make fun of me for. Oh, okay. So my three artists, and this is the order I wrote them, was Paul McCartney, Dolly Parton, and Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. It was Ozzy Osbourne. Did I get it? Final answer? Final answer. You see, that would be the right answer if I wouldn't have been more ashamed that I didn't Remember Paul McCartney's last name? No, what? I forgot I it. I fully. It was like, it's Paul something. Paul Childers. Paul Stevens. <laughs> Paul. Paul <Martin>. the Disciple. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a disciple. He was an apostle. My bad. Sorry. Blasphemy. Uh, well, kinda, not really. <laughs> there's a there's a very huge distinction between them. As a Bible major, I'm sure you would know this. <laughs> no, there is actually a distinction. Do you know what the distinction was? Uh, disciples were people who followed Jesus while he was alive. Apostles were not. Uh, disciples, yes, are the ones that followed him. Um, though most of the disciples became apostles, it's because any it's anyone who saw Jesus on earth um, while he was doing ministry. And Paul was considered a disciple because Jesus revealed himself to him on the road to Damascus. Oh, hey, the more you know. Yeah. Uh, do you know the only uh, the only disciple that didn't become an apostle? Your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Sorry, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I, I am a middle school boy. I, I cannot stop your mom jokes, even though they are outdated and honestly a little sexist and inappropriate. Just like your mom. Oh, got him. <laughs> uh, no, it it was Judas, dude. Judas, because he died. <laughs> Freaking hug himself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right there in the field. Trigger warning for you people out there uh, who didn't know Judas killed himself. Hey, uh, fun fact. Don't be like Judas. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought you mur murder. Judas. Judas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that fine, even though it is so, so factually just not even possible. 
What do you mean? Judas was definitely alive when Jesus Judas was born. Was definitely like 80 years old whenever uh, Jesus was doing ministry. He was 80. I love when people are like, did you know the wise men didn't even get there until Jesus was a toddler? And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, did you, do you not see this, this, this diploma here, this this thing that I have that says that it's, I I went to Bible school. It's Come not on. even the, the diploma. It's the fact that like they traveled from a great distance away. I I, I wasn't assuming they they I, were like right down the street. Like the, the way that I saw it uh, when I was a kid, uh, and honest, obviously, like they 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 say these things now but when i was a kid the way that i pictured it was they were seeing um in the star charts or whatever they were doing these these wise men uh they saw that there would be something happening like that like they were seeing things happen in the sky i don't know but they it wasn't like the star appeared and they're like all right let's instantaneously teleport to jesus it was like they could see that in a couple of years or rotations or whatever, that this star was going to happen. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they prophesied. I, I don't know. Maybe God was like, Hey, there's going to be this, like it just kind of popped into their head. I don't know, but that's how I saw it was that they, they saw it was going to happen. So that's why they were there. The night Jesus was born was because they kind of saw. Well, here's the thing that some people fail to remember. Um, they weren't from like Israel, Judea, and even the Roman Empire, right? Like when they were when they stayed at Herod's, it's because they were like revered guests. Because the wise men were also like influential figures from where they are. Now let's remember the wise man song. What's the first line of the wise man song, Matt? Um, ba ba black sheep, have you any wool? No, I don't know. We, we three, three kings of Orient. Are bearing guests who travel so far, right? So they traveled so far. Asia. They're from the Orient. Yeah, they're from Asia. I don't know if y'all have seen a map lately. Asia <laughs> and Israel are not close together. <laughs> and do you know how fast uh camels, if that's what even they were riding? Now go? here we have the Silk Road. <laughs> they probably. I don't know if they would have been riding camels. Now that I think about it, they probably a, would have been just riding horses. If they rode anything, that's true. But would you really walk? I don't know. If, I mean, they could have even had chariot. I mean, like like some sort of there, there was those back then, like wheeled mechanisms, right? Well, they definitely they definitely walked some of it, but it's not like they were. It's not just the three of them, though. Yeah, like anytime like you a see, caravan kind of thing, right? I mean, even so many figures from the past, you see them taking entire like people groups basically like it's basically a small nation leaving yeah to go on a trip and that's what was happening there but it, it's i just back to the original thesis of this <laughs> argument when yeah. people were like oh they just that's not how the christmas story happened i was like yeah <laughs> yeah i kind of kind of figured that one out of my own man thank, <laughs> thank you Thank you for telling me this this information that definitely hasn't been known for literal years. It's like watching like watching the Lord of the Rings with somebody, and they're like, "Hey, hey, did you know that that Viggo Mortensen didn't actually or actually broke his toe in that scene? Did you know that? Did you know that he broke his toe? What really? 
When did that come to light? <laughs> did you know in Spider-Man 1 when Tobey Maguire catches all of the stuff on the lunch tray, that was practical effects? And it took him, I think, 47 times to do it. Actually, I didn't know that. So thank you for that information. Uh, did you know that uh, they were also uh, like 30 trying to be high schoolers? And this is why you have... Um, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Flash? Yeah. I don't remember his name. Anyways, he's freaking like... Uh, Joe, Joe, Mag- Mag- Joe Manganello, yeah. So yeah. old in that movie, and he's trying it, to be a fifteen-year-old. It's it is wild that they thought that they could pass forty, thirty, and forty-year-olds for teenagers, uh, and they just did it for every movie. And I guess it's it might have something to do with the fact that uh, they didn't like really flesh out uh, like teenage actors very well. Like they didn't really pay attention or or put time and effort into teenage actors so maybe that's why and they just weren't as good i guess in quotations well there's so many restrictions with child actors of like how long they can actually film for and things like that and so that's probably a bunch of it but i i know toby mcguire gets a lot of hate but andrew garfield was actually older than toby when he started filming his first movie dang really see but in my head like andrew garfield actually looked like a teenager to me like maybe a little little bit more like he yeah. He had a younger face, I think. You know who else had a younger face? Your mock fudge Rudy, man. Um Got him. Man, it's so easy to get you. Do you know why? Why? It's because I'm so much smarter than you are. I hate I hate when you do that. Like I know why you do that. I know why you don't just say the word that I know you're trying not to say. Uh, because if you just said the word, then people would be like, "Oh yeah, this is it's the time. It's the time for that quiz." Quiz. I was a quiz once. <laughs> I have a quizzed once. <laughs> uh, do you want to do you want to do a quiz? Uh, what kind of quiz? Because if it's like an act, if it's a math quiz, probably not. Clever boy quiz, I could probably do, but I didn't really study for math. Uh, I kind of have a math quiz ready, but we can do a, a clever boy quiz if that's what you want. I was kind of looking forward to this math quiz, though. <laughs> what is two plus two? Seven. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight. Um. Yeah, let's uh, let's do the clever boy quiz. I think I think that's uh, a great idea, Matt. Time for everyone's favorite part of the show, the clever boy quiz, where Matt tries to prove that he is a clever boy. I got a whiteboard again this week, Matt. You are currently sitting at zero losses. Really? Oh, yeah. That's the last time we played, you won. Smart fella. Guess who also won uh, during the last week's episode that didn't take place or didn't affect my score. I did. I'd like to point out that I got all of the knowledge based questions for the most part right. You (laughs) got the. (laughs) I got. You know what I got? I got a lot. You got lucky. I I sat there, really thought of answers, wrote down something that was actually funny. (laughs) You just wrote crabs. I read. (laughs) No, it's because I said said it like Plankton says it. Come on. Um, I also, I fully wrote John Stamos 
uh, as a joke. I wrote it because he he pretends to like not pretends, but like he's very much like Elvis because uh, he's a huge fan of Elvis, and he you know pretends in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cool house. No, but like he he uh, does Elvis impersonations. impersonations. Impersonates him often in the show so i was like yeah john stamos why not because i i was 90 percent positive elvis was in the rock and roll hall of fame because he is the king of rock uh oh. so um that's why it was a joke and then it ended up working in my favor so i i it took me so long to edit that episode um because of just how much fun it was and like how much we did within <laughs> it um that I had to listen to that. Uh, it was about six hours of me editing. Good lord! Um, and I was so absolutely furious at that part. <laughs> and it's only about thirty minutes into the hour and fifty that we recorded for. Yeah, uh, we might as well have just turned that into two episodes. I don't know why, why we forced ourselves to put it into one. I mean, I've been. I've been trying to post it on the Patreon so that if you want to go on to patreon.com and get the full unedited um, version of that conversation with, with Roger, uh, you can do so, do so. But for some reason, Patreon doesn't like long videos. And so I think I might have to split it up into two parts and post it over there. That's rude. Uh, but yeah, go ahead to Patreon, patreon.com garlic boys. Um, Matt, are you ready for this week's quiz? I am ready. I even have my background taken down. Boom. Ready. Which you can see on our YouTube channel, uh, <laughs> youtube.com slash Matt the Garlic Boys. And you can see that my background is a timeline. Oh, okay. Great. Because <laughs> we're playing What's Older Part 2. Oh, boy. I'm so yes. excited. This is everyone's favorite this or that quiz where I give Matt two things and he tells me which one is older. Matt, do you remember how to play? Um, you're going to give me two things and then I'm going to tell you exactly which of the two things is older. No, I'm going to give you two things and you're going to tell me exactly which of the two things is older. <laughs> um, question. Uh, is there any trick questions as in, are they the same age? No. Okay, then let's get started with the quiz. Pairing number one. Yeah. Pringles, original flavor. Okay. Or Sesame Street. Or Sesame Street. Okay. I am writing down my answer because I think I know. So here we go. Boom, baby. Final oh, answer, Pringles. Final answer, Pringles. That is correct. Oh, boy. Gamble and Proctor <laughs> released Pringles onto the market in 1968. Sesame, didn't, uh, uh, Sesame Street did not premiere on television until the next year of 1969. Wow, I didn't know Sesame Street was that old. Yep. Same year Scooby Doo 
uh, came out and that my mom was born. Wow. 69. Nice. Yep. Pair number two. Star Wars and Jared Gerald Ford's presidency. No. No, I don't like that. Um, okay. Here we go. No, because I'm gonna Alright. I as a hint, I'm using when Star Wars like officially like premiered in theaters. Yeah. Not when when he like developed the process or uh, project himself and all that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um I'm sorry, give me one second. I have to draw. You don't this have to a, you don't have to draw. This is this a bad is, idea. <laughs> this is the downside of giving you a whiteboard. This is <laughs> just just write the answer down. No, I will not just write the answer down. Who do you take me for? You're oh, wasting precious shit. time. Hey, you're wasting precious time. The uh, more time we waste here, the less time we have to talk about the show. Okay, fine. Fine. Here you go. Star Wars. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. The original Star Wars, Star Wars, as it was known at the time, premiered in theaters in 1977. Okay. Which was the final year of Gerald Ford's presidency, which started back in 1974 after he was appointed to the position when Richard Nixon resigned. All right. Well, I was going to say Ford's presidency. I was actually going to draw you a nice little Ford truck, uh, but then I didn't uh, because I was like, maybe, maybe just maybe, kind of like sliced bread and Betty White. Maybe everything is not what it seems. What it seems. (laughs) All right. Number three, YouTube. Okay. The same website where you can find video versions of this podcast. And Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon. Right, right. No, that's not it. Okay, hold on. Sorry for the silence, everybody. I it's fine. Am... I just edited it out. Okay. Here is my answer. YouTube. YouTube. Final answer. Final answer. Good old, good old logo for you. Not the same logo we have today. Different logo. Matt, YouTube was started in 2005. No way. Avatar The Last Airbender premiered in 2005. Oh, so what days were they? YouTube went live in February of 2005. Okay. Avatar The Last Airbender premiered in February of 2005. So what's the day? Avatar The Last Airbender premiered on February 21st, 2005. Okay, so I got 20 days to to get this correct. Come on, YouTube. 
YouTube premiered exactly one week earlier what? on February 14th, 2005. Yeah. On, really? On Valentine's Day, YouTube was like, let's do this. Let's do this for all those lovers out there so they could post their dumb little videos. Yep. But uh, just made me think about um, how the live-action Avatar the Airbender series uh, premiered nine, almost 19 years later to the day, actually, because it premiered like two weeks ago. Yeah. No, and yeah. It goes out. Very close to the original release. I think that's super great. Just That's just a fun fact for everyone. It's not a rock fact. Um Number four, a little like little, little slice of Pittsburgh or Western Pennsylvania history for everyone here. Which is older, Kennywood or Idlewild? <clears throat> Both of these are amusement parks within the Western Pennsylvania area. Um, I've been to both of them. Uh, I've only gone to Idlewild once. It wasn't a great day for me. I got poison ivy around my eye and was abandoned by my father at several points because <laughs> we were there with his girlfriend at the time and her family. Oh, ouch. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Kennywood for 30, uh, Joe. Final answer? <laughs> yeah, final answer. Well, Kennywood was was founded in 1889. Holy dang! Sorry, 1899. Still, <laughs> right. But Idlewild was started in 1878. Whoa! No way. Yep. That's crazy, actually. I didn't know. I've never been to Idlewild. I don't think I've ever been ever in my life. They have Splash Zone there, which is like this really, like, it's a water playground, basically. Yeah. And there's a giant bucket on the top of it that just, like, fills with water and then pours out on you. It's kind of fun. Cool stuff. I mean, that's just about at every water park you'll ever go to, but still cool. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> number five. The Game of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Or Pizza Hut. Oh! <gasps> Oh, that is interdesting. Interdesting. Um, let's see. Pizza Hut probably has been a while, around a while. Dungeons and Dragons, I know, is not like insanely old because I'm pretty sure either it's the creator or like the creator's son still alive. My dad used to play it um, when he was in his twenties. He was born in the 50s. Actually, I think 50. So it would have been like at least 60s, 70s when it came out? Question mark? Uh, Pizza Hut. I could I could see Pizza Hut being from like the late 1800s. Like, I don't know how the heck it, it has been around this long. I still don't. I... I don't get it because Pizza Hut, no offense to the Pizza Hut stands out there, is nasty. It is so gross. Um, 
it, it does have a better stuffed crust than Papa John's, though. I mean, I will, I will defend them against Papa John's. I've never been. I've never had Papa John's pizza. Not a single day in my entire no, life. It's not worth it. Um, so I'm gonna go a little off the wall here. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> Show me your answer. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Pizza Hut's older. The Pizza Hut's older. I do, I do, because, like I said, I'm pretty sure um, that Dungeons and Dragons, I think, was like 60s. Uh, and if I'm going off of that assumption, I have to assume that, like many restaurants uh, that are still around today. Uh, especially chain restaurants. It takes a while most of the time to become a chain restaurant. So I'm going to go with, yeah, Pizza Hut. You said your dad was born in 1950, and then he played Dungeons and Dragons in his 20s? I believe so, yeah. That means the earliest he could have played Dungeons and Dragons, he would have been 24. Because he came out in 1974. No way. Wow. Pizza Hut started in 1958. See, that's what I'm saying. It takes time. Yeah. Wild winner. For now. (laughs) Pairing number six. Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay. And the filet of fish from McDonald's. (gasps) Okay. I... I think I have my answer. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to like take too much time on this. Mhm. Just to write things down, you know. Do you do you want to take your time a little bit so I can go get a a, a Dr Pepper real quick? I guess. I just I, I mean, I'm thirsty. I mean, art does take time. So, I guess. You're not going to get bonus points for a good drawing, just so you know. (laughs) Okay. Back when I was in high school, for you listeners, um, I didn't like statistics. Uh, so I would, um, just draw on the tests and, uh, my teacher would still give me like points, like half credit and stuff. Um, I don't know why, like he was just, he was just feeding my, um, my desire to not do the tests, uh, because he would give me points and because he gave me points, I wasn't going to do the test. Uh, so I don't think I ever studied for a test and I was failing that class up until the final. And I was actually able to pull my grade up, uh, out of the F zone into the C zone. So thank you very much. I passed. Do you have fun talking to yourself? I was talking to the listeners, man. We have a connection. We have a connection. I feel, I feel every single one of these listeners in my bones, you know? How many bones? 
275. Uh, my answer is filet o fish. Look at that. Perfectly filet in a basket of fries. That's a brilliant drawing. You wish it was that thick now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty thin. From what I understand, the fillet fish was added just for the season that we're in now, the Lenten season. Yeah. So that people could still have a meat option. Um, I don't remember if the McCawaiian was before or after that. Which what? was is the Hawaiian burger from McDonald's, which was a slice of pineapple with a piece of cheese on a bun. That is um, revolting. Yeah, it was. But the filet of fish came out in 1962 to give everyone that Lenten option. Cool Ranch Doritos, though, didn't come out for many years later in 1986. Wow. I see, to me, I don't know why. Cool Ranch Doritos seem much newer. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that was like a 2000s thing. Like, I could picture that being a 2000s thing, but apparently not. I think that's when we got what we consider the modern bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, like that that blue color. And so that that could be why you believe that. That is very possible. I I, I didn't really know Doritos existed. Uh, hashtag poor. Um, we weren't allowed to eat Doritos because they were too expensive. Uh, any well, when any... you have twelve chi- like twelve kids, that's yeah, yeah. It's it's impossible to buy name brand stuff because that two dollars uh, goes towards school clothes. So I wanted to just sit in that downer moment for a second. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, number seven, the Super Bowl. Which I okay. think we also I think we actually have to refer to as the big game. The big game. <laughs> like okay. you can't call it the Super Bowl, you have to call it the big game. Oh yeah. Unacceptable. Super Bowl um, is not even a term that people use. The Super Bowl or Brendan Fraser. No. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta think about this because we just had Super Bowl fifty shoot 58 maybe or 59 let's go with like 60 all right let's just round up 60 i don't know how old brendan fraser is but i don't think he's 60 so it could be cutting it close rounding up is a little dangerous uh i'm gonna go with um i'm sorry who's older yes okay all right Sorry, I forgot the entire premise of the game. Um, hold on. Almost there. Almost perfect. Okay. Super Bowl. <laughs> is, is, that, is that your depiction of someone taking a bite out of a Nerf football? <laughs> yes. Did you draw a boy dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Super Bowl is my answer. I, I feel like Brendan Fraser's like in his 50s, which, to be fair, is also what the Super Bowl is, but I think Super Bowl's a little older, I think. Hopefully. 
Brendan Fraser, if my math is correct, should be turning 56 this year. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's real close. But we just had Super Bowl 57. <gasps> so I was right. So you are correct with the Super Bowl being older. All righty. What do you mean if your math is correct? Hold on. Let's let's get back to this. One second. What do you mean if your math is correct? I just have the year written down here, so I know that the Super Bowl was in 1967, and Brendan Fraser was born in 1968, and so I didn't know if my math is correct that Brendan Fraser was 56. Oh, because like if you just Google how old is Brendan Fraser, he will tell you exactly how old he is <laughs> right and i did that earlier but i didn't write that information down so i can't just all right just because you think i know everything doesn't mean i actually do know everything <laughs> trust me i never thought that you knew everything <laughs> number eight crispy cream okay or dunkin donuts Ooh. All right. I have no idea when either of these came out. Um, but America runs on Duncan, which which stands to uh which which goes if America runs on Duncan, America could not have existed uh before the invention of Duncan, which means that Duncan is in fact older than the invention of America. The, the invention of America, the the um the creation of the United States of America, maybe not as we know it today, but the creation, which would have been in 1776, which means that, that Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence in a Duncan cafeteria, cafeteria in a Duncan seating area. Boston did come about within the 1600s. Exactly. And where do you think Boston cream donuts came from? Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm gonna need an answer here. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. All right, there's my answer. <laughs> Is that supposed to be an asterisk? No, no. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote. Uh, KKK, but then crossed out the K and wrote a D. <laughs> uh, that the stands for Krispy Kreme Donuts. Uh, in case you were wondering, not the Ku Klux Donuts. <laughs> Krispy Kreme Quonuts. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Oh, uh, what do we? Uh, we need to go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> we wouldn't have to crispy over this queen right now. <laughs> what do we? I'm queaming all over you, crispy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I crispy so on her donut till I cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to stop. We need. To... Is it right? Am I? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. crispy <laughs> cream came out in 1937. Uh. Duncan came out in 1948. Oh, wow. That's crazy. 1948? Yeah. Oh, my lord. 
And when did I'm sorry, when did Krispy Kreme come out? 1937. Wow. No, I definitely didn't think they were that old. Uh contrary to what I said earlier about the founding fathers. Um Okay, wow. Good for them. Old old donuts. Now now the the real question is, do you prefer Dunkin' Donuts or do you prefer Krispy Kreme donuts? There isn't a Krispy Kreme super close to me. That's fair. But I can get them at the gecko near where I work. Problem is they're not like super fresh like they are when you get them at the store. Yeah. And so like they're good but they're not great. Duncan is on my way to work. I stop there and get coffee almost every morning. I <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to say Duncan just because it's more convenient and that's nicer. But I'm not happy really with either donut quality anymore. Really? Oh, I'd prefer if they did better. I, if I actually had to choose donuts, like donut, if I went out to go get donuts right now, you know where I would go? Sheets. Krispy Kreme? No, Sheets. They're, they're, they're gourmet freaking donuts that they just started. Because they got rid of their other donuts, um, right. so good. They're they are scrumdiddlyumptious. Uh, but between the two, I, so I was always a huge fan of just pure glazed donuts, and sometimes I would get the jelly filled glazed donuts. Um, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I'm not a fan of either of their jelly filling. Um, but the way that Krispy Kreme. Their their glaze flakes off. Like, have you ever have you ever done that? You just bite into the Krispy Kreme and the glaze kind of flakes. Yeah, Duncan Duncan's doesn't do that. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't do. Duncan's not fresh glazing like they do at uh, Krispy Kreme, and also, of course, you freaking like jelly filled donuts. You jelly filled donuts are so good. The only you thing... shut your mouth, you cop. <laughs> the only thing that beats jelly filled donuts is maple frosted donuts, and it's even better if they're filled with maple cream. Man, that stuff's Man. delicious. You enjoy that maple so much because it goes well with your bacon, you pig. Maple bacon, uh, ha, that's funny. Maple bacon donuts actually is one of my favorites. So, um. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a cop. Uh, please move on. <laughs> Thank you, Morty. Uh, question number nine. A ballpoint pen and a Kodak camera. And a Kodak camera. All right. Uh, I don't know when any of these things uh, came out. Because um, why would I? Uh, so as far as I'm aware... We had feather pens. We had those uh, like quill pens, which was like obviously tried to mimic a feather uh, with the ink and everything. Quill now pens. We have rubber pens. And then... <laughs> so... um, and then <laughs> there's uh, then right after the uh, quill pens. We had, or ink pens, whatever you want to call those. Um, I guess they're all ink pens now. But then we, I think we went straight to ballpoint pens after that. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, 
I don't know. I do have a coworker who's really into pens. Like he will buy like $600 pens just because it's like his, his collection. Um, he would probably know this or the Kodak camera. I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm going to, here we go. This is wowie. This is really bad. <laughs> I I laughed and it really messed up the drawing. <laughs> you don't have to do the drawing. I do. I do. You don't understand. I do. <laughs> Why is oh this bear goodness. holding a knife? <laughs> Did you just say the phrase "Why is this bear holding a knife"? You're supposed to, you're supposed to either be drawing a Kodak camera or a ballpoint pen. How did you draw a bear holding a knife? <laughs> that makes that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> there hasn't been a question for you to draw anything close to a bear. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh man. <laughs> no, I want to see the bear with the knife. Oh, oh, every time I look at it, I just start laughing again. I want to see the bear with the knife. Show me the bear. I, okay. I want to see the baby. Okay. <laughs> I need you to take a picture of that before you erase it. Why? Because, because. Kodiak um, is a company that has oh, a bear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> oh man, Kodiak is a company that has a bear on its logo. And so I was like, oh yeah, that's similar to Kodak. So I was going to, it's Kodak. That's the answer. I took a picture of it. Oh man. Oh, final answer. That wasn't as funny as it as it oh yeah final answer the ballpoint pen was invented or at least the patent was like created yeah on October 30th 1888 holy dang so yeah that, that's about right right after the quill pen Roughly two months after Kodak cameras went to market on September 4th, 1888. <laughs> so all that, I got it right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you feel real proud of yourself. I do. I do. And I drew a, I drew a bear <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> But you're feeling real confident about this quiz now, too. Yeah, I, I feel like I've gotten some right. You feel like you could answer something that I could give you a time frame on that is so wildly old that you wouldn't be able to figure it out? Uh, Jesus was older. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Which <clears throat> is older? Matches or fireworks? Oh, that is a good question. Because, like, 
how do you light the fireworks if there's no matches to light the fireworks? Easy answer. Flint and steel. The same way you light a fire. Could work. I don't know. <clears throat> um, but would you have invented fireworks if you didn't already have matches? It's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I think... I think... I'm going to draw this here for you. <laughs> what if I... Yeah, that would be funny. Um, sorry. <laughs> Just a little insight into my mind. I was thinking about drawing a firework, but saying, like, writing down matches. Uh, but no, I just fireworks. <laughs> fireworks, I think, were invented first. From what I have found... Mm-hmm. The earliest records of matches, sort of how we know them now, of little sticks of pine wood with sulfur um, and like storing them for use, was found in a book called The Records of Unworldly and the Strange, written by a Chinese author. I believe this is pronounced Tao Gu in 1950. Okay. Fireworks have their earliest versions in Lord of coming the from China during the Song Dynasty. Okay, which begins in nine sixty CE. Uh, so I'm sorry, sixty. 960. Oh, 960, which is way before the match. No. I thought you said the match was 1950. I'm very confused. The match is 950. Oh, I heard Fireworks is 960 10 years after. What? Wow. That's crazy. Didn't know that. I should have wrote matches in the firework. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's okay. you gotta yeah. miss some of them, right? You can't get them all right. Exactly. Can't win them all. But we can try the bonus still. I love bonus questions. Even pointless ones that points don't matter. <laughs> it's fantastic. You ready for it? Yes! Alrighty. Clipboard, or uh, whiteboard at the ready? At the ready. Put these Pixar movies in chronological order. Oh no. Cars okay. up, Finding Nemo, Brave, and Wally. Oh, cars up. Hold on. Cars up, Find Nemo, Brave, Wally. All right. <clears throat> cars. No. Uh, okay. Finding Nemo was quite early. Wait. Yes, okay. So we're going to go here. And then, let's see. Oh, boy. These are, these are tricky. Because uh, <clears throat> when you're growing up, you're not really paying attention to, like, what year things come out, if that makes sense. Like, you're mm-hmm. watching them as they come out. But, like, when did they actually come out? Who right. was... Um, let's go. 
there. We got that one and that one. Let's go. There. And boom, baby. All right. <clears throat> you ready for this? All righty. Let's see what you got. Finding Nemo, Cars, Wally, Up, then Brave. Matt, how confident are you? Exactly. Exactly 2%. The only one I'm 90% confident on is Finding Nemo. Because I had a pillow of Finding Nemo when I was when I lived in Nevada. And I would have been like, what, like five, six years old? So I, I'm confident that that one is probably the earliest. Um, I don't know or remember any of the others or when they came out. So 70%. 50, 60%. Cars premiered in 2006. Okay. Up premiered in 2009. Finding Nemo premiered in 2003. Brave in 2012. And Wally in 2008. I did it! <laughs> I did it! Oh, man. Did I win? Sorry, I literally just like micro-napped there. What did you say? <laughs> I saw it. Did I win? Yeah, yes. Right, I actually won? Like, totally? Yeah, you got uh, 8 out of 11 points there. Hot diggity dog. Look at that. Put you at another win in the win column. It means we've got to figure out your clever boy title for level 24. <laughs> okay. What did we um what did we come up with uh yesterday? Not yesterday, the last episode, uh, where we said we totally should have used that for the Oh the the seven dwarves. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> we, should, we should just do Snow White and the Seven or the no. We should just do that for this one. <laughs> the twenty clever dwarves. <laughs> no, I don't like that. How many wins am I at? You're at one technically for this batch, but this is gonna be twenty-four for like the overall. Right. Twenty-four, twenty-four. I mean it is twenty twenty-four. Did we already do that? 20 clever four. Oh, so we okay. All right, that's fair. Um, we're at 24. Um, clever Sutherland because he was the main character in the show 24. <laughs> clever Sutherland. All right. I'm taking advantage right. of Connor being too tired to fight me on some things. Well, sometimes being tired is good, you know, and sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Um, but some good things can come from being tired, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like what? Well, 
I don't know. Uh, but one of the bad things is that you can get locked inside a room forever and not be able to escape. That is also a possibility, uh, but I don't think we should say that whenever we're about to advertise for an escape room, that you're definitely going to always be able to escape no matter what, even if you're tired. Well, that's the thing, Matt. You're never going to be tired there because they're they're so exhilarating and there's so much thrill of going through these escape rooms that yeah. it's never going to be an issue. Never. The rooms at Puzzle Room Pittsburgh, who has been a longtime partner of this show for a few months now, um, have three exhilarating rooms that will keep you on the edge of your seat, but you won't even need it because you'll be standing up walking around the entire room looking at puzzles. Yeah, screw um, that seat. <laughs> and those three experiences that you can go through are the study, seeking Sasquatch, and escape the undead. All you need to do is use our promo code GARLICBOY for $5 off per person on your ticket to mystery, excitement, and endless fun. Just visit the website at PuzzleRoomPittsburgh.com, enter in that promo code in the checkout field, and so you can't miss out on the ultimate escape. Go ahead and book now. Matt, what is your topic for this week? Uh, I want to talk about something. We need to make a deal, Connor. We need to uh, strike a deal. Okay. All right. I I don't want <clears throat> Okay. Sorry. Let me let me just let's restart this pitch here. Okay. I need somebody. I need somebody and I need that somebody to be you cuz I can't trust anybody else. I can't trust a single soul to take me seriously in this matter. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> what? Sorry, that was a bit aggressive. Um, all that laughing made my throat fill up with mute. It, do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so, uh, whenever we, whenever you say you're watching a movie, say you're watching a movie and the person in that movie uh, gets stuck in a time loop or, or, or is back from the future or something to that effect, stuck in a time loop specifically, um, I think is where I'm going with this. Um, and they always go to somebody and they say, Hey, Hey, I'm stuck in a time loop. And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, this has never happened before. This day is just any normal day. It's, it's going to happen. And the next day is going to happen. You just gotta, you just gotta stop being so anxious. Just stop being so dumb. All right. Or it's like, you're crazy. Go to a mental institution. <clears throat> okay. So, if I was stuck in a time loop, okay, I would need somebody, I think, to talk to, to to say, hey, no questions asked. I'm stuck in a time loop, and I need you to help me to get out of it. I need you to be that person. Like I, I And th this, this comes with the caveat of if I am stuck in a time – or sorry, this comes with the caveat of if I'm not stuck in a time loop, I will never come to you, Connor, and joke with you saying – Hey, I'm stuck in a time loop because then it becomes a boy who cried wolf situation, you know, and we don't want that. We don't want you to not believe me when I actually am stuck in a time loop. Sorry, when or if I am stuck in a time loop. <clears throat> then why are we discussing it now? I'm discussing it now for the future possibility of me getting stuck in a time loop so that I have some sort of uh, contingency plan uh, put in place. So that you and I, if we ever get stuck in a time loop, 
have a trusted person that we can go to no matter what, no questions asked. Even if we are estranged lovers that never talk to each other ever again, we can come to each other and say, hey, I know we don't talk anymore. I'm stuck in a time loop. Help me out. And they'd be like, drop everything. Yep. I, absolutely. Absolutely. Not a single question asked. I understand. And I will help you. Do you truly believe that if we ever became lovers, we'd be estranged? <laughs> I mean, the possibility. Listen, I was actually. I having, thought you cared about me more than that, but that's I was, fine. I was actually having this conversation with Mia on the way home uh, today. I absolutely despise TV shows where like an entire season or an entire movie, whatever is built up, like building up this relationship where they are, they, they go through this entire movie just to get together at the end. And then the next season or the next movie, they hate each other. Like they, they're like, they don't want nothing to do with each other. The four months or a couple years or whatever that happened between, they just despise each other. I hate that. I know it can happen. I know it can happen in real life that, that people separate in real life, even if they, you know, built this whole relationship and this whole bond, but I hate it. I hate it. What's the point? What's the point in making them fall in love? If you're just going to come back after a little break in the season and uh, they're going to be apart. What's the point? It, it, you, you can write the story. You know what I mean? Like the writers have control over these characters. And obviously Sometimes it's actors and sometimes like, for example, in the uh, Karate Kid franchise, Connor, don't fall asleep on me in the Karate Kid franchise. Um, the actor who played the, the blonde girl in the first movie, she didn't do the second movie like she she went to school and Harvard or something like that. I don't remember what she did, but she went to school to college um, and finished her schooling. So that's why she wasn't in the second movie. But you could have wrote something better than they fought and, uh, you know, broke up. You could have wrote that she went to college, uh, you know, uh, something like that. It could have been a it could have been a civil breakup. Who knows? That's my least favorite trope. But I'm uh, let's get to what we're talking about, Connor. I need to get you talking so you stop falling asleep. <laughs> I'm just so confused on where this is coming from because I asked you your topic. And if this isn't your topic, that means that you were just thinking about time loops out of nowhere. No, this is my topic. This is my topic. It, 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 I, this topic came to light, uh, via social media. Um, I don't remember who don't ask me. I'm technically stealing this idea, but because anybody could, could have this idea. It's not a, it's not an original idea. It's not a specific idea to one person doesn't matter. Um, I did get this idea off social media. And I need a, I need somebody. I need somebody. They had a good they had a good idea. They had a good plan. And so now I need that plan. You know? I mean, I'm going to do it. Like I'm not saying that I'm not going to do it. I just when we talked before the show, it seemed like we were going to talk about something completely different and then you bring this up to me. Yeah, well cuz you were kind of like I don't know if I want to talk about that, but I might I, I, listen. There's still room for a good old G spot. I mean, <laughs> I think we could talk about it and like sort of have the discussion that we did earlier. The I, okay. I think we, I think we can be adults about it. I mean, sure. 
screw screw this topic. We have the we have the deal. Let's 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 go and let's talk about let's talk about the good old show that we both decided to watch uh, independently because I didn't want to tell Connor because he definitely would have not watched it if I told him about it. Has been Hotel very popular this, recently. This was something that I I kept seeing on TikTok and then decided I should watch it my on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't directly remember anyone telling me to watch it. Good. Because um, you wouldn't have. Probably not. <laughs> uh, it's such a problem, and I don't get. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get why. It's oppositional defiance disorder. Sure, whatever that is. That's what it is. I don't, it's not real. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> it's so the, the this this show is it's so good do you do you want me to uh, okay so this, the, premise, the premise of this show for those of you who haven't decided to watch it uh and and there are valid reasons for not watching it i completely understand as uh both of us being christians ourselves there are reservations we had and we discussed those and we can discuss those um but the show is uh, the daughter of Lucifer uh, created this hotel to reform people in hell or, or demons, I guess, in this universe, to reform demons into going, like, to get them into heaven. Um, because the angels in heaven exterminate demons. They come down every year and they kill a bunch of demons. So they want to stop the demon killing and redeem some of these demons and get them into heaven. Very good story, obviously all about redemption. Um, <clears throat> stellar story. Uh, but go ahead, Connor. With and there are there are themes and things that happen within this that like definitely as as a Christian, there are things that like challenge my belief system because mm-hmm. like the devil is charming and fun, and like you shouldn't <laughs> like Lucifer in that He's- way. He's arguably like, one of the best characters of the entire show. I love him so much. He's a lovable goofball, um, and it's, played, it's it's weird. Played by the great Jeremy Jordan, uh, for those of you who don't know. Um, he was a newsie. And in Supergirl. Exactly. But the, the biggest thing about this show, and you can tell you can tell what they wanted from it, um, and they wanted it to be a musical TV show, a musical cartoon, because there was so much attention paid to the music in this show. Yeah, and it's not like in in defiance of everything else, because the story, the 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 animation, everything else within this is incredibly well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the music itself is done on a level similar to Broadway. Yeah. Because of that, for the most part, like except for like two characters, I think they're mainly people like the cast is mainly people that are known for being Broadway stars. I, I think Husk, uh, Husk. I no, he was actually in Broadway. I believe was Keith David, a Broadway star too. I think at one point he did play, he did play in Broadway. Um, there are a couple in there that are not, specifically known for their Broadway performances. Um, I think Keith David would be one of them. Uh, Stephanie Barrett's. Um, she she, uh, she va- plays Vaggie. Yeah, um, she 
uh, she's Rosa in Brooklyn Nine Brooklyn Nine Nine and uh, Mirabel, um, yeah. And, and then you have like um, a few a few other like um, who, guy who oh, plays Beetlejuice. Um, in the Alex original. Brightman is like the the probably the biggest name, more uh, I should say most mainstream um, Broadway yeah. performer on there. He, he like plays said, Adam. <laughs> he plays Adam and Serpentius. Does he really the, play Serpentius? He plays Adam Serpentius and the Eggs. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that. I love that so much. Serpentius is a great character. Uh, for, the, <laughs> for those of you who haven't watched it, he's he is one of the uh characters that is working to get redeemed um throughout the one of one of the residents of the Hasbin Hotel. Yeah. Um, and there's so many like like what I I can only praise this this show enough for the music because it easily you could have gotten a bunch of good voice actors in there, a bunch of big celebrities and everything, and not done as much with the songs. But for me, getting Broadway performers in there to perform these songs to the best that these songs could be was so perfect for them. Like I I ended up not like needing good. Sorry. I shouldn't say good. Shouldn't I, I ended up not needing a list celebrities yeah. because these performances are done with such like passion and power that like I have only watched the show once. I've listened to the soundtrack seven times yeah. in the last week. And it wasn't all like once a day. If it's, if you if you are if you are on the fence about watching this show. Listen to the soundtrack first. That's what I did. I listened to all of the music. Obviously, I saw a lot of it on TikTok, but like listen to the soundtrack first. See if it's something you would enjoy. And like you can pick up a lot of the story just from the soundtrack itself. But um then watch the show because holy dang, the show is and obviously you have to be okay with uh redemption. You know, you have to be okay with um sinners i guess as they are called in the show um sinners getting redeemed that's the whole point of it you have to remember that it is taking place in hell yeah these are people that are flawed these are people that like aren't going to be the best people and there are scenes in there that are heavy there are scenes in there that like if if you're if you're of a, a more gentle disposition i don't recommend watching the show yeah. But if you're someone that can like sort of not move past, but like move through that and understand the deeping meanings of the show and still um, get to the, the core value of it's about striving to be the best person you can be despite your circumstances. Yeah. Which I think is like the, the biggest like theme of the show, especially for angel dust. Yeah. I, I um, think you have to look at the show like we were discussing before. You have to look at the show from a fictional universe point of view. You can't look at right. it through our like the Christian lens because obviously there's going to be some pushback from that. But it is taking a traditional story of people that are seen as good and people that are seen as evil and kind of flipping the script on that and, and showing that the people that are traditionally seen as evil and the people that are traditionally seen as good are not always, it's not always that cut and dry. It's not always, these people are always good. And these people are always evil. 
Does that make sense? So I, 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 when we were talking earlier, you used the, the comparison to Percy Jackson of how like Percy Jackson is Greek mythology, but it's not the same as the Greek myths. Yeah. And you're, so, like, by reading it, you're not going to, it's not like you're believing or studying to learn to believe in Greek mythology. It's literally just right. watching a fictional show and enjoying the story. And like, honestly, I think the only like real person that is like used within the show is Adam. And he, mm-hmm. that's like so far removed from us, but like, right. Like ev- everything else is like a fictional daughter of Lucifer and Lilith. Um, people that like aren't real people, like aren't named people. Like it's not like Alistair was this radio, famous radio DJ right. in our world, and like that's when he became a demon. Like Saint it's, it's... was also in it though. Well, yeah, actually, you're right. <laughs> but but regardless... that's not a that's not a bad depiction of him. Like, yeah, it's I, I Adam is not not depicted in the best light. I should say. Yeah. I I guess we could say this. Don't take your don't take your your biblical knowledge. Don't form your biblical knowledge on this show because it is not it is not straight from the Bible. It's not it's not that. It's it's a it's a biblical themed. It it is skinned as a biblical uh theme, but the story is just a story. Like it is a story. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, if if you still don't feel comfortable watching it because of that, totally valid. Everyone's entitled their own opinion. I still recommend listening to at least um, I can never remember what it's called, it's and it's the third favorite. The third favorite that we agreed on. Oh Lord, uh, there's Loser Baby. Um, you anything? didn't know. More than anything, yeah. More I than anything, recommend listening to that. It's if 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 nothing else, it's about the relationship between a um a father, father and, and daughter who are, are slightly estranged, and how they're still able to come together. And it's such a beautiful song. And again, it's done between Lucifer and his daughter, but it doesn't detract from the power of that. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot, but that's, that's what a lot of the music is. Um, I mean, there, there are obviously some songs that are very specific to the, to the, uh, show, like, like the story right. and moving the story along, uh, like loser baby, I think could be seen like it could be taken apart from the story in a way, kind of like more than anything. Um, and same with poison poison actually reached number two on the, billboard charts or something like that i don't remember but it was it is a very popular song from the and it's about one of the characters and and them but it, it can be taken in a you could listen to it and connect with it kind of way i i i just want to recommend for those out there like yes there are things that can be seen as like propaganda towards beliefs but at the same time I think if you're able to separate that and understand that this isn't trying to get you to believe in the devil and in the power that he has, but it's truly like understanding redemption and believing that no matter how much you have sinned, you can still move forward and like not even go into holiness, but go into like 
purpose, I think is, is yeah. a good thing to, to look at. Like just because you have done bad in the past doesn't mean you can't do good in the future. And that I, think, seems- I think that's a line from the show like that, like at least paraphrased to that. Well, that, that theme, like that theme that you just said is entirely biblically, biblically accurate. Right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously it, it, whatever you believe um, traditionally in Christianity, demons are not going to ever be able to be redeemed and go to heaven, but not everybody in hell is a demon. And that's a different conversation, but um, demons cannot necessarily be redeemed, but on earth as humans, the possibility is there for, for no matter what you've done, you can always still, you know, come back. All in all, what we're saying is don't take this as the actual gospel. Don't take this as how Christianity works. Um, just see this as a, a great musical with a sort of edgier theme to it. Exactly. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of The Garlic Boys. Why did you make a face like you were sad that the episode was ending? <laughs> oh, because, one, I kind of am, and two, I, you didn't have a topic. Well, yeah, there was a few weeks where you didn't get to do your topic, so I'm making up for it. That's fair. Okay. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Garlic Boys Podcast. Uh, if you'd like more from us, you can follow us on instagram and tiktok as well as facebook at the garlic boys to see when we post and see fun clips from the shows as well as information on when new episodes come out um if you'd like to support us you can do so on patreon.com slash the garlic boys three dollars a month lets us know that you're just excited to see what we're doing and help us move forward ten dollars a month gets you exclusive access to multiple different things including our DD after show called bonus actions um, exclusive videos such as the garlic press, our favorite Pokemon, things like that available on there and an extended version of episode 72 of this show where we talked to Roger from rock, rock and roll from initiative. It's an hour and 50 minutes long promise. Once I get it figured out how to get that up there, that's going to be up there. That's a great thing. There's so much more funny bits and jokes from us. That you'll get to experience on a full video version. Um, if you'd like to support us um, and get something in return for it physically, you can head over to redbubble.com slash thegarlicboys. Find out some of the awesome designs that we have over there. We're hoping to get some new things up there soon. But we got some great classic designs as well. And finally, if you want to head on over to youtube.com slash at the garlic boys, which video versions of the podcast over there for free, you can find those every uh, uh, new episodes drop every Wednesday at 11 at 12 p.m. noon. Um, and they're always going to be about four weeks behind from here. So you can watch this in four weeks. Um, Matt, do you have a supplementary mom report for this week? Yeah, I'm going to go with Lilith uh, because maybe she wasn't always around. Maybe she wasn't a great mom, but Charlie was spawned from her. So Charlie's pretty great. <laughs> She's not a mom, so I can't say Charlie. That's that's fair. Um, we we haven't talked about this yet, but the new the new trailer for X-Men 97 came out recently. So and. Great. And in it, we see Jean Grey is pregnant. And so I'm going to shout out Jean Grey as my mom for this Heck week. Yeah. I can't uh, Matt, 
Do you have any final thoughts? I think that you should. No, I don't have any. You don't have any <laughs> final thought? Not a single one. There's not a thought behind those eyes. There never is. Nope. Alrighty. Thank you all so much for listening. And remember, as always, to stay, stay garly. fell asleep like twice okay <laughs> <laughs> take some like adrenaline pills or something no <laughs>